What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. I made it back once again. Here we are doing another Pop Pop 206. Pop 206. Just flying through these like early years here, you know. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, imagine when we're at like Pop 450. Pop 450, my gosh. We'll That's another like, like, what, 150 weeks from now? Yeah, we're... we're uh, yeah. <laughs> 250 weeks from now is it yeah that's right yeah mm-hmm. so that'll be yeah. like yeah that'll 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 be like but then that version of us like pop 450 version of yeah. us will look back on pop 206 version of us yeah and be like wow what amateurs what were they even thinking did they know anything about podcasting whatsoever well we have grown dramatically <sighs> Or will I can tell you that at present state, I feel like I'm entering the age where I'm like, well, I slept funny, so I guess I'm injured now. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> probably more of that. Yeah, yeah. I was like working out this morning and I was like, man, I don't know how I laid on my shoulder, but God, I can't like I don't it's like I was like, I guess I'm just gonna skip this set because I don't want to hurt myself further. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's there's definitely a lot of that. In fact, uh, even back, um, you know, I feel like I feel like there's been like this surge, this like pull back towards mountain biking that feels yep. like has been happening. Yep. So we've been on, like a bit of a hiatus. Like we've just no done doubt. like a bunch of different activities and, and kind of like I, I really think like for me when when Addie was born, it was kind of like now some of the time that used to be available to do this like is now like some of my like most primary like parenting time yeah. you know because like especially like Saturdays like Alice works on Saturdays and that used to be like a great day like well if Alice was going to be working like well, I'll just go out I'll to the trails. free time you know yeah, hit the trails go, no, go see my buds no coordination needed at all none whatsoever um, you know but now it's like because Alice works on Saturdays you know, it's, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like now I got to now not, not even got to now I get to watch Addy all day yes. and that is sort of like you know my, my responsibility and our, our, our kind of like one on one time together with which is great. Um, but that being said, it feels, it feels like there's been this like, like mountain biking, like pool that has kind of been like coming from the, the ether, so to speak, mm-hmm. and kind of like drawing us, drawing us back in. There's no doubt but, about it. Um, I, I know that like sort of going back to, um, like brother-in-law Mike's bachelor party where we went to like snowshoe to do like downhill mountain biking. Yes. That's like, that's like, you know, wear full pads, wear full face helmet, wear goggles, like, yeah. you know, some level of intention to like, physically leave the ground right. with the bike, you yeah. know, go off, go off jumps and do boxes and such. Right. Um, and so like yesterday, Alice and I were like reorganizing our basement a little bit and I, I cracked open like one of my, um, I'm sure oh, I, at this point in time, I feel like everybody has one, but it's like one of those like lows. It's like a black, uh, like Rubbermaid container with like a yellow lid. Yeah. It, yeah. it feels like it has become like the staple for like, like containers. Yeah. Um, at least if you live somewhere that doesn't have a container store, which is Roanoke. Yeah. Um, anyway, but I, I cracked one of those open. I found my full face helmet and my uh, and my goggles, and I was like, I could probably just go and consign these at like our local shop because I was like, I I feel like I feel like the last go round of of my mountain biking experiences. I was like, I'm not. I, and I can't say for certain, but I'm like, I, I don't feel like it's likely that I will continue to push the boundaries on my downhill mountain biking. Yeah, like, like, I know uh, what you mean. Like, like this is not to say that I wouldn't go downhill on my bike, but like, like for, for those who don't do like a lot of mountain biking, there's like cross country, which is going in more of like a, um, it's, it's sort of like going for like a long run. Like you'll go up and down hills, but right. you are not like specifically going out with a bike specifically designed to be like forced 
up the mountain so that it can bomb down the mountain like yeah like there is a there is a whole section of mountain biking that is just like we are going downhill and i mean and if you're doing cross country it's like there are definitely going to be sections where you have climbed for a long time and now your reward is you get to go downhill for a while yes and you know what if you had a downhill bike you might be able to be a little bit more aggressive i can tell you that i personally like i always knew that like the weakest part of my game was the downhill section oh yeah Yeah. right yeah Um, but i would say that was largely true for for all of us was you know none of us were at our best going like like bombing no no i know but even amongst like our our usual group i knew that i was like i have to let the others go ahead because they will just get stuck behind me oh i see i see okay okay that's uh, sure i i i I understand where you're coming from but yeah it was like a weird like growth through the sport because like for the longest time i feel like i had this like real apprehension about like going mountain biking like because like we'd gone out with like john of you know gma fame uh, a few times and it was like every time or like even when I, you used to go with our friends like uh, paul and trey sometimes and they were kind of like just getting into it and it felt like i was like entering into this thing where like everyone was a little bit better than me and it was like hard to keep up because i didn't have any of the basics down and was immediately being thrown into like the just the the harder sections or whatever and it was like that i almost need to like that i needed like everyone to stop doing it for a while so that we could like get in there at like a like a base level and just sort of like ease into everything which ultimately is sort of what happened during covid yeah like yep, absolutely i feel we like all we just started hitting the trails yes and it, it, it yeah. kind of became like the like the weekly in and out of like of of like what our more like we, we, we've always done like the exercise like you know in the mornings and, and sort of like maintenance related exercise but this was sort of like the recreational exercise that yeah. we were doing like this is this was like the you know you go out and your heart rate goes up and you're exhausted at the end of the day but like you're you're doing it for for the yeah for like the fun it was like it was exercise but that was almost like a byproduct of doing it yes yeah yeah but because like we sort of all entered it and we're sort of like doing it together we all sort of like progressing at like a pretty similar pace and it was like you know it, it there was like a we don't know how far to take it kind of thing and so you know you'd have like a new friend come in to be like oh yeah let's go hit up like you know gauntlet or something which is yeah. just like the biggest downhill section like um at yeah. our local cove area and it requires this like terrible climb to get up there and you go down and it is fun or whatever but it was like um you know that that was like a, a little foray into it and it was like you didn't do it every single time because it meant going up the giant hill to get up there and it was like it felt a little bit more dangerous to go down and i always remember at least for me when i got to the bottom like it was fun but there was also like a sigh of relief like okay i, I made survived. it you know yeah, i survived yeah. and if i don't do it again at least i will have done it you know it, it is absolutely the the part of mountain biking like where where like when you look at your bike and you're looking at like all the performance like capabilities and everything like everybody always looks at like the like the big shocks you know or, or like you know if you're like a little bit more uh like dialed in you might look at like the drivetrain and stuff like that and like you know like what what type of like gearing do you have equipped to it like what's your yeah. derailleur look like you know getting into like the real little technical bits but like i feel like when you go and start doing like like downhill like this it's brakes you're like how good are my brakes do i have disc brakes are they like you know like like are are they performance can they handle this amount of like heat that i'm throwing at them right and and it's interesting to like find yourself like pushing the boundary of something that like historically is just sort of like a like a basic function of your bicycle like right you know typically it's like you pull the brakes and then the bicycle stops right that's easy enough but it's like you want to know that like like after two and a half three miles of straight downhill where like i'm I'm on and off those things like that's gonna that's gonna push them to 
their limits. Yeah. And then um, there's like, I mean, there's not not to say you couldn't go down gauntlet and just sort of like try and coast a little bit, but there's definitely like, especially if you're in a group where like some people are like truly really trying to like bomb it hard, where it's like, yeah, the goal of going down it isn't just to go down it, it's kind of to go down it a little bit aggressively. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, like you you know, there's this sense of like if I arrive at the bottom and they've been having to wait for like 10 minutes, it's gonna be like, well, you know, I guess uh we know who's uh who who really wears the bike shorts in this group, you know, kind of situation. <laughs> You're like, yeah, sorry, I'm, I didn't want to. No, I wasn't really. I was just didn't want to die. So I was like, you know, like you feel like I just didn't want to die. die. Feel, there's always that, like, says, like, was I taking like unnecessary risks? And it's like, yeah, maybe. And it's like, and you survived them, which is good. But like, you know, you do that a few times, and then I remember we went out to this like little park near us called like Morningside, and there, you know, they have like these little jumps you can do, and we spent a couple hours doing that, and I was like, okay, I got a little airborne, or like that, you know, I think I can handle it. I didn't, you know, fall or anything. It was like I got, I got a little bit better, and we went, you know, or there'd be like little um, features on the, like the side of the uh, the trail or something, and it's, uh, features if you don't know were like like a stack of logs or something that is designed for you to, if you want, while riding the trail, just like veer off to the side and ride over the logs and then get back on the trail. Yeah, good good photo op. Good, good photo yeah, op. Yeah. yeah, or maybe it's like a little um, you know, like a little um, up and down little ramp thing or like a tiny little almost like balance beam to ride your bike across and it's like the more you go out there and the more times you don't do it, the more you start to feel like it feels like maybe a part of just being in this sport is trying the features and doing the features. And so you like, you know, you start to try and like build your confidence and you know, it's, there's this like, it's the, the Dunner recruiting effect. I remember like I would go and watch these videos and I'd like watch people like kind of conquer their fears and like handle them. And I just went out one time and I was like, I'm just going to full send it, man. Like I went like in a few little features and it would be like, yeah, I got all the way up and over and it was like, boom, nailed it. And it was just like, okay, did it. Or you'd go up and try it and you'd fall and be like, I didn't get hurt or whatever. So that's good. But yeah, eventually there were, you know, it's like it builds and it's like the, the more things you do and don't get hurt, the more you're willing to try. <laughs> this is so true. Yeah, yeah this, but this, the, I always think now and like this is like one of those things that has like definitely been baked into my mind as I get older and older and older is is sort of like a 99% success rate on something sounds good on paper until you contemplate whether or not you're likely to do it a hundred times. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, <laughs> and because like I think that's like sort of like, you know, what it comes down to is like we we go to like the same, you know, major trail system. We ride a lot of the same trails, you know, with with a, a fair amount of like frequency. So, you know, over the course of a year, do we do it 100 times? It's like probably not, but we might do it 50. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like if you've got that that 99 percent success rate, it's like, yeah, most of the time, like I do this and it's no issue yeah. whatsoever. But you do start to realize that like mm -hmm. one in one in 100 is not as infrequent as as you think, as, as it seems yeah. like. Yeah. It's like, hold up. Mm -hmm, yeah. Got to, mm -hmm. got to watch out for that a little bit. Got to um, watch out for that little bit of that little bit of chance there. And it's like, you know what? And it's like, I can accept that to mountain bike. It, like there's no person who is like, I'm a mountain biker and I go out every weekend and I've never crashed. Like that person doesn't exist. Like to, to be into mountain biking is to have like fallen over or crashed or done something. Yeah. Like, it, it happens. And, like, and, and, like, like certainly too. Like you know, there's, there's plenty of instances, you know, I think, I think like last, last go round for me, it was like, literally we were going through like a little stream cross or something and the person in front of me like stopped just on the other side of the stream and so I sort of was like caught midstream and then all of a sudden like the slowing down that I had to do to react to the person in front of me and then my foot being clipped into my pedal it's like hey I, do I step Ooh, into the water or do I oh now I'm the, oh, my whole self is whole self, I'm now wet. now I just fell in the river yep. right yeah my whole physical mm -hmm. body fell on the rocks good stuff good stuff Great. that 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 hip bruise is gonna yep. look real real 
modeled by the dominant. morning. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like when I look at it now, because like, you know, we went to snowshoe for Mike's bachelor party and I personally took just an absolutely, you know, butt over tea kettle. Can't believe I didn't break a bone kind of crash at like pretty high speeds. I was out for the whole. It was the third run of the day and I was out for the whole weekend. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was not it what was, you wanted to see. I mean, it was pretty gnarly like the I mean, really, I've always described it like the sack of potatoes type thing, like not like not for like a lack of grace, but just literally like when you when you start to imagine what happens when somebody goes over the handlebars and are just like moving with so much momentum across yeah. like dirt earth Ugh. it's sort of like you're not going to skid very far but the far that you will skid will hurt it, it, you know what i mean and it did i yeah. wasn't i mean it was and it was it wasn't just a physical pain it was like an emotional pain of just like embarrassment mixed with anger mixed with frustration and then also the physical pain was quite bad too um yeah so and i remember that was sort of like the the ending point of the all of our mountain biking for a little bit because it was like i i could I just couldn't go for like two months or something while I healed up. And at that point, it was like, yeah, we're all kind of far removed and it's really cold outside. And, you know, it's not, now it's just not happening. And it's just like, not, yeah. It never really picked back up. But it's like, and like, it feels like you're right. The pull has been coming back. And it's like, but this time I feel like I have the perspective of having gotten to the point where we were doing a little bit of light jumps. We went to a couple of downhill parks and stuff. And I'm like, what do I actually want out of this sport? Like, do I want to be bombing down like downhill parks so i want to be going off jumps and i'm like i don't think i do i don't think that's what i want out of this sport yeah it's like what i want out of it is to be like outdoors like biking in the woods hanging out with my friends and like there's like there was never any part of like the stuff that we did that felt that ever felt like it became like super routine or boring to yeah, me you no, know i i agree completely and and i think that this is like a huge part of like i know we're talking about bikes a lot but i feel like it's it can be applicable to like so much of other life but yeah. I, I feel like sort of asking that inevitable question uh, of what am i like what am i actually wanting from this overall experience like and and even like zooming back and sort of like assessing like your most positive memories and and like looking at them and being like was it the fact that like i finally got past that that like that root system that i could never get past you know like before like demonstrating like my growth in skills or was it getting back to the parking lot and we all like sit on our butts on the gravel and you know have a libation as we like you know endure the cold and chat for like an extra 20 minutes afterwards you know it's like yeah it's like you you know there's there's these like moments of camaraderie and like when it comes down to it it's like I think a lot of times, I mean, and it's not that I don't enjoy getting over the root system, Like yeah. that, that's a great feeling. And especially if you haven't been able to do it and you do, it's like, yes, I'm like what a win. Like I'm growing. Um, and that's like a tangible way to like feel your skills improving. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the, the risk reward, you know, I think for, for a while and, and maybe this is even like a possible like segue, uh, you know, out of this conversation into another one. But I think for me for a long time, um, you know, as like being someone who was like into the sport, I would look at Instagram and I would look at you know, the other people inside of the sport who were doing it and like what Red Bull was showing and like what the major, you know, bike manufacturers, like for, for bikes that I might covet would be posting like onto their, their stories yeah. or, or posts and stuff like that. And almost always it's, it's the guy, you know, 
high flying, you know, throwing the bike out from underneath himself. Like, right. you know, they're in like the Red Rock Canyons or, or, you know, like deep in the woods of, you know, British Columbia and, and, you know, just doing these like unbelievable feet on right. their on their bicycles right. and, and it's, it's like, like you feel like this is what it means to be into mountain biking this is what it means and this is even like the way that i want to demonstrate to my friends like you know or to maybe not to my friends but to the greater outside world like this is what it looks like when i'm out here doing this activity. yeah <laughs> let me show you the photograph of me you know three feet off the dirt yeah <laughs> um because like you know that's that's like on some level you're like this this is cool like you know like whatever um but i think that this is this is part of like my my own personal shift and in, in like what my values as I've like stepped away from social media um, is that like I think for the longest period of time there was that like desire the want the hope that like you know I could go and do this interesting thing and that interesting thing will make good content and good content like is is good because of what it now shows about me to the outside world mm-hmm. you know like it's like look look at look at the interesting and capable person right. that, that I am not because, enough to enjoy yourself <laughs> and that that's exactly the the defining yeah. feature is like yeah. it's like I think when you step back from and, and I'm not I'm not making a sales pitch for everybody you know at mass exodus from from social media or anything but I think my own my own journey with it is sort of like you know when, when you're not contemplating the post that you hoped to get from right. from any given activity then you do start to look at it more from like like if I am using this valuable time out of my day, you know, if, if I am, if I am going to like step away from, from my family or if I'm going to go out and do this, that or the other, it's like, like how do I make that worth it? And what does it mean for something to be worth it to me? Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's like, this doesn't have to be a universally agreed upon like reason that you're, that you're out there doing right. Your, your biking adventure or whatever. But it's like at, 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 on some level, you know, if you, if you, like if you choose to use the time in some capacity it's like you should choose the time based on what will make you happy and therefore is a good use of your time right you know in in the meantime so um i feel like i just used the word time rather rather repeatedly no, it, it didn't sound it didn't sound overused okay good good, yeah, good. Yeah. um but yeah so i think i think that that has been um like one aspect of of otherwise what i i think again like i said i can i can kind of segue a little bit because i've got um i was i was thinking about this over the weekend a little bit because i feel like i'm i'm like coming up on the holiday season and i think that like all the different bits tie together in some capacity yeah um which is that like over the past probably year and a half of my life i think uh when i was doing 75 hard i talked on the pop about reading a um non-fiction book called dopamine nation yeah and dopamine nation basically is is sort of like um a breakdown of the 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 way in which dopamine sort of like feeds your brain and the ways in which like everyday life in modern culture sort of is able to like maybe like encourage behaviors based on what will grant you a small hit of dopamine. Right. And I know that like when when I started reading the book and again, this isn't broad spread, this is just me. But like when I started reading the book, I think what I realized is that like throughout my daily life, I was very frequently opening social media, not because I wanted to like learn something specific, not because I was necessarily like super engaged with a particular content creator. um, Not even because I necessarily wanted to post Uh, any of my own original content, but like something somewhere inside of those, those apps that I could like, I could just reach into my pocket, pull it open and boom. And it was like, like something interesting has happened. I don't even know what I'm looking for, but like, I know that when I open it, 
yeah, something I, will tickle your fancy. Yes. Yeah. I, I will feed my brain. And, and I mean, it could be anything from like a post from like a family member who did this, that, or the other. It could just be like, you know, some type of celebrity gossip, or it could be uh, like an advertisement for like a, a cool new thing that I could. Right. Um, and, and I think what I realized as I was reading that book is I was like, Oh man, like this is, I can see the way that like a lot of my behaviors are being driven by this, like this, like need yeah. to fuel, like refuel my dopamine tank, so yeah. to speak, or, or get a hit of dopamine right. um, in the, in the process. And so I think for me, like the, the most primary reason for stepping away was I was like, man, this is, I can feel the weird instances like where um, I might be like waiting for something or like, let's say I'm at like, uh, like waiting for like a public restroom, you know, out like at, at like an event or something. And you know, you, you, you are standing there in line or whatever. You pull your phone out and you like look and you scroll and you realize that there's no, there's nothing new that's been posted since the last time you opened it eight minutes ago. Right. And like, then sometimes I'd be standing there and you know, I'd like, you know, so put my phone back in my back and back like, well, I'm completely caught up. There was nothing interesting. And then like, I would stand there for like 30 more seconds and I would pull my phone out and do it again. Right. And it was like maybe in the past 30 seconds, right. Somebody else will have posted something. Right. And, 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 and that will get me right. The, the Dude, hit what is interesting about that is that it seems like the apps like basically solved that problem. Where oh, like, you know, like if you were on Instagram, like once upon a time, you're right. Like, you know, if you're on Instagram, you'd be scrolling and you'd see all the people you were following. And then if you got to the end of it, it was like, yeah, there's, there's nothing new. Yeah. Like yeah. I would, I would very frequently get like the little, and, and to be fair, I didn't follow that many people, but I would very frequently get the little notification on Instagram that would say, you're all caught up. Yeah. I don't um, think that exists anymore. Cause if you get to the point where you've like caught up, if you just scroll again, it'll just do like a refresh and it'll just pull from like the discovery feed and just like put it there. Oh, put it in like, and, your, and then it'll just be like, here's things you might like. Right. And then, okay. so, and then it's like, yeah, the, so there is no, there is no end. There's no catching up at all anymore because if you were past the people you're following, and even, even your regular feed isn't just people you follow it's right. like mixed in with like other things for you to discover right at all times so like they know like oh maybe some people were getting like bored like oh i already caught up may as well put it away and then you pull it out again and be like nah never mind there this is not there but now it's like yeah if you were to pull it out 30 seconds later of course there's something new for you to look at yeah we got you covered ben right Come back stay yeah. on our app there's more interesting stuff to be had yeah. no i know and and so i think that like what's interesting to me though is that as i've as i've progressed forward you know like with like social media was sort of like the the primary focus of of this realization like I, I think that like if there was anything that i knew um i was specifically utilizing just to get like a like a hit of dopamine it was social media like yeah. I, I knew that it could always provide me that and uh what, I, what was really happening quickly was tiktok mm-hmm. i was like i mean because i felt like that particular algorithm is just so absurdly fantastic at yeah. giving you the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And, and like, okay, we're kind of on the end of like a rope here. Like I'm going to try to t- like toss you something new. Like, Oh, that worked. Okay. Now yep, we have a whole, we a whole yeah. fresh pool of, you know, like <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. Wood, yeah. wood turning talk or something, yeah. which, which is, you know, like people making things on like a wood lathe. And yeah. It's just like yeah, time lapses. The lathe talk. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're making a salt shaker. It's like, well, I could walk, I could watch that all day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep consuming it. Um, but so I think, you know, it's, it's been good for me on the whole. Like I, I, I do think that like it was, it was like a shift that I made kind of like the standing desk. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Like I've, I've had a lot of ideas over the years for different things that like I could try to do for, for betterment. And the standing desk was one where it was like, I made the decision. And I basically just stuck to it. And like, I have just done it every single day since I started doing it like five years ago or something yeah. like whenever whenever I made that leap and so same thing social media like occasionally people will send me 
um, you know, like memes or like funny videos and stuff. And I'll just, I will like literally click the Instagram link, which will then open in a browser under which I'm not mm-hmm. even logged in. So it's just like, yeah. you know, then you're watching as like a third party or whatever. And you have to like exit the like sign up for Instagram. Like there's like a little pop up that's like, hey, I see you're watching it on a browser. There's a better way. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then you have to turn the microphone on. And, and so it's like, it's a, it's ridiculously cumbersome. And I recognize that like what they're trying to do is be like, we're not going to make it easy to watch it on a browser. So that you have to download the app so that it's as smooth as possible. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm not falling victim to that trap. So I, it's not like I haven't Good. consumed any, you know, simple viral content. But I would say it's very few, like like yeah. like two to three a week or something like that. Do you think, since you've got enough social media, that you felt like any less informed at all? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, there's there's there can be no doubt about that. Like, and I think I bring I think I bring these these questions to the office a lot, where like a lot of times I'm trying to get uh, a a feeling a pulse for what the uh, what the zeitgeist is saying about like, like where, where are we? Like, what is the opinion on this major thing right now? So like one of the things we can touch on, cause I also have in the show notes is like SAG after had the whole, yeah. like, um, the, the, the big strike, um, you know, which has been like, a, I think a fundamentally very good thing for the industry as a whole and extremely good for, you know, all of the associated people who basically were not getting their due inside of like the major. Equation. Oh yeah. All the, so, str- all like the streaming economy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. It's like the industry, change we need to change how people are compensated to reflect the way in which the industry has changed so yeah. it's like i'm like you know this is like one of those things like 100 like I, i'm i'm all for it like you know i we you know we, we got your back like whatever but um also like th- th- it's it's kind of one of those where i'm like as as certain other pieces of like pop culture coming out and stuff like that. Like, it's like, I don't really know the ways in which like I, I, because I'm not on social media, I didn't witness a whole lot. Like I knew what we were doing on our end and like, you know, stepping away from doing um, like struck work and and stuff like that in in our, in our everyday content. Um, But I didn't know how the rest of the world was reacting to it, you know, or mm-hmm. like, like what the general opinion was, or if people were, were kind of getting like, you know, were people getting sour over time Were people like holding total, like, tr- like total true to the support where there were there people here, there everywhere, you know, especially people in our position who cover pop culture type stuff. Like did, did they have to fall back on it at some point in time and be like, ah, sorry guys. Like, you know, this is my job too. Like I have to, right. I, I have to continue to like whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so that was one like where I think I would frequently come into the office and, and be asking the question. And, and sometimes I think it was interesting to see the way in which people responded because you're asking about like maybe like a medium grade, yeah, I'd call it low to medium grade, like controversial topic. It seems like most people I knew were pretty much on board for supporting this strike. I, I wasn't yeah. seeing a lot of like dissenting opinions about, you know, that in particular. Yeah, but, I didn't see anyone being like, oh my gosh, these writers just need to give it up and go back to work. Like, I, don't, I didn't see that at all. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That, that did not seem to be uh, anything that ever made its way to, to my my ear canals. But yeah, um, the, um, you know, it's, it's interesting though, because sometimes like you walk in and you're like asking these questions. And I think because everybody else is on social media and is so expensive exposed to the thoughts and opinions. I think that they didn't have a great baseline for how little I didn't know yeah. about what it's, was going on. But like the, what you're describing, I almost feels like is almost enviable that like, you're like concerned that you don't know like what the pulse is, like what the opinion is. And I'm like, I sometimes wish I'd like 
Like, oh, like to be you, clear, I only care about that specifically because of what we do. Mm-hmm. Like, I and I and I think for the most part, like I I recognize that like because my voice is going out, you know, to to some people, it's like I need to know enough to make sure that like I am am like informed and and saying you know like in accordance with with like my beliefs and like what's out there and and what has been like reacted to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, sorry, but continue. But like, don't do you not feel like that? Like then maybe like informs your opinion in like a way that isn't your own that like um, is it, does that mean like you're trying to make sure that you have conformed to the correct opinion rather than like having your own opinion you know this it's i i think it's a fair question but it, i think that there's there's two schools of thought like there's there's this big conversation of like intent versus impact and it's sort of like you know this is this is like one of those things where like on a very small scale to um to to sort of be like you know well oh it wasn't my intent you know like if if um you know we went to this dinner or whatever and you felt left out and and blah 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 you know like, right like that's the type of thing where i think between groups of individuals who know each other like like what your intentions are can matter in a, in a really significant way and, right. and be much more meaningful. Um, but then there's also like impact. And I think the like measurable impact sometimes, you know, if, if you if your voice is carrying farther is sort of like, it's like, it wasn't my intent to send this message out into the world because like, maybe I just didn't know enough about the particular topic or, um, you know, maybe it, maybe I could have been like more educated on, on like what I was, I was discussing or whatever, but like, you know, it's, it's like, if you're just because you're wandering around in the dark, doesn't necessarily negate the impact that can reverberate out into the world. And, and sometimes I think that that's the balance that like, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to find Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's, there's always the opportunity or the ability or, and this is why I like having conversations, you know, like with people who will like, I I trust that are close to me, like where, where I can play devil's advocate to certain, like, you know, opinions and stuff like that and, and go back and forth with people, uh, and sort of be like, yeah, so like, but, but, what about this part of it? And like, how does this work? And you know, like what will we do if that, um, and you know, for me, it's like, I really enjoy those conversations like in small groups with people that I trust, because I think that like, it allows for like a lot of, um, like trust to be built with one another and like a lot of like honesty and like, you know, openness about the exchange of ideas, which I love, but I don't know that the internet is always the most conducive to those types of discussions. Mm -hmm. I guess if that makes sense. Sure. But do you is is it not the case that like those people's opinions would be formed from the Internet? No, it is. Yeah, I mean, and and I think so. Like critical thinking is one of these like buzzwords that I feel like gets tossed around a lot. But like sometimes I almost even feel like critical thought is like you almost need to think critically about what thinking critically is actually is Uh like what does it mean to think critically about something because reading a whole bunch of other people's like thoughts views and opinions necessarily isn't uh isn't critical thinking it's doing your homework it's it's researching perspectives Mm -hmm. you know but i think sitting with those perspectives and challenging them internally inside of like your own brain space and then having dialogues with other people that to me i think is what encourages actual critical thinking Mm -hmm. and i think critical thought is ultimately like what leads to uh a a greater and possibly like i think sometimes it's like when when people have like extremely strong opinions about things i wonder whether or not they have thought about it in a critical sense because i'm like like whenever there are two sides to any given argument regardless of what the argument is it's like yeah, it's it's hard for me to assume that like one side doesn't have some kind of a point. It doesn't mean they have 100% of a point, right. but at the very least they think that they're right 
for some reason. And this side thinks that they're right for some reason. And right. so it's like, for me, I, I can't ever quite break into the, like, I can't, I can't negate both sides at once. And so I feel like where that usually leaves me is, is, is like attempting to like, I, I don't know, like sometimes what I, I, what I really want is just extremely strong opinions just to be like, absolute, yeah. like, you know, there's nothing greater than certainty, right? You know, it's like to, to be absolutely dead set, 100% confirmed, you know, and, and have that conviction. It's like, that's a great feeling. Like, right. That's, that's a, that's a good sense of knowledge about like who you are and what you stand for and what your values are. Um, but like that to, to me, sometimes I think that like I, I put that like on, a, on like a very big pedestal, you know, like I, I yeah. view I view having those things as like like this almost like Olympic gold medal of uh, like of human enlightenment. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> well, like so what are you certain of? Oh, good question. I love my family. Okay, that's yep, good. Rather deeply. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and and I, I do. I think that I have um, a lot of faith in humanity. Okay. Um, I think that that is something that, um, that like I'm, humanity is like innately good. I, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I think that um, I think that for the most part, like, you know, humans are are, are doing their best. And, you know, like a lot of, um, like doomsday related, you know, kind of concerns and stuff. I tend to think like, like when, when it comes down to it, like, like everybody will try to like rest on their laurels or, or, you know, like, um, you know, if, if they can find a way to like, you know, be comfortable or, or feel satisfied with like where they are or like their, their circumstances surrounding them, like contentment is another one that I think is, is a, is a, is a great sensation. You've, I think you are great at contentment. I yeah. think that you are someone who like is really, really, really good about not just like looking for like, well, what else can I add to my life? Like what else can I do? Like what else can I, I purchase or own or like, you know, like, I, like, I think that you do a great job of, of being happy, like with the world that you have around you and appreciating it for what it ultimately is. Um, and I think that that's, that's, you know, a great thing. But I think also that it would be the case that like, if, if you had to make a drastic change for the betterment of all, I think you also would. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the question is, and what I would, what I would argue or, or not even argue, I think probably what I believe is that, um, when faced with difficult things, I do think that humanity will rise to the occasions. Yeah. I and, think I would agree with that as well. I don't, yeah, for the most part, I don't think people are trying to do harm. Yes. I think, I mean, not, that's not a 100%. Sometimes people simply are. Some people just like to watch the world burn master Bruce, you know, <laughs> like, which uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, you hear that and it seems like such a clever quip and yeah. is it dark, the dark night? That's the dark night. Yeah. yeah. He's talking about the Joker. The Joker. Yeah. Um, what about that time with the two boats? <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, I just I just watched the Lego Batman movie over the weekend. It's so funny. Okay, okay. It's like I've forgotten how funny it was and how like referential it was to the rest of Batman. It's like anyway, go watch. Sorry, no, but yeah, I mean that uh, it's like I do think it's a it's a it's a um interesting piece of wisdom or observation on behalf of Alfred or more importantly the writer who wrote Alfred's words. Um which is, I do think that there are the the occasions where there is the person who just wants to watch the world burn, and yeah. and I I don't think that I am so um uh like optimistic or or um you know blind blind in my my um you know hope for humanity and and stuff like that that I don't recognize that those instances do occur right you know there there are, there is some some 
certainly like some darkness that exists yeah. in places. And I but. mean, I think, and you know, I think, you know, people will act selfishly a lot of times and do what is either best for, you know, their family or them personally a lot. But I don't always think that means that they are, you know, innately like a horrible person. It's oh like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, every, everyone's a little bit selfish, yes, you know, yeah. um, and you're just, you know, most people are just trying to look out for what's going to be best for, you know, yeah, themselves and provide the most for their family and the people that they love. I right. think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you know, and, and that's what I mean too. Yeah. It's like, I think I, I, I think like probably, um, no, you know, I'm just going to leave it there. I think uh, yeah, that's, that seems, I feel like anything else I'll add, I'm probably like walking way too into like thin ice in terms of thoughts and perspective, yeah. <laughs> with not, not properly battle tested. Um, right. You know, so I'll, I'll hold on to that. Popcorn culture is supported by arena club. Okay. So you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rare of our youth and like even in our office we have not one but two full display cases with some of our all-time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled but something i did not know existed when i was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out and right now you can get 10 percent off your first purchase by going to arena club.com slash pop pop which wow that is a crazy offer 10 percent off a 400 slab pack that's like 40 dollars right there anyway that's arena club.com slash pop pop for 10 percent off your first purchase Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a 
fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Um, anyway, so, you know, I think, I think a portion, um, kind of going back to my, going back to my, like my, my dopamine and, and sort of like the ways in which I've, I've almost treated it like, um, uh, like, you know, you, you recognize that you have this pattern of behaviors and you know it's it's hard to sometimes first it's hard to recognize it and sometimes it's hard to break free from it once you've recognized it and for me i think that that's ultimately somewhere along the way like i was able to to kind of like crack through and realize like man this this attachment to like social media the like the way in which i interact with it like i think it was like i can i can see that oftentimes even going back to biking it's like what did i actually enjoy about this experience. Like when mm-hmm. I was out here, was it going off the crazy big jumps or was it being out there with like my buddies and hanging out and just having a good time and mm-hmm. being in the woods and wilderness and right. you know, exercising my body and stuff like that. And I think what I recognized was I was like, for the most part, like I'm not learning new things. Um, it's not, you know, helping me gain perspective that makes me feel better about like me or like myself or my own, you know, self-esteem, so self-esteem. So it's like, you know, you, um, you analyze like, like, as I'm consuming this, like, what am I gaining from it? And, and in some ways, you know, it's like you get some perspective about like how people feel about the go- comings and goings of the world, which I, I, I found, you know, to be at least somewhat useful. Um, but that was, that was about the greatest, um, are you talking about social media or biking social media? Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, I know I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm mixing uh, metaphors a little bit here. Um, but 
I think that for the most part, that was like, that was like the best thing, but I was like, you know, I think I can live without that. You know, like, like the, the utility that social media is currently providing me is, is not something that is overall beneficial to like my own individual, like mental health, hopes, dreams, aspirations, like way I'm going about things. Um, (laughs) re Instagram ads, bank account, you know, certainly like there's Mm -hmm. certainly been occasions. Like one of the, one of the biggest things for me is like over the past year and a half, I'm like, I haven't seen a single Instagram ad. I know Instagram ads work on me, which means I've saved money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's impressive. That's yes. impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is, I mean, that that's such an interesting one because I always feel like I don't know. I'm not to say that I've never bought anything from an Instagram ad or something like that, but I feel like a, a, a huge amount of the time, like they are not effective on me. Like, I think there's this there was this like, I don't know, at like um, sentiment growing up from our parents about like, uh, I'll use the example of like buying food on a plane or something. Oh, sure. That, yeah. Like this is a waste of money. Like it's stupid. Like they're just trying to get you like, don't like, there's no reason ever to get food on a plane. It's just too like, it's not, it's not good. It's not expensive. Like, don't like, don't do it. It's a trap basically. And this is from someone who now on planes, I love buying food. <laughs> I know it, it <laughs> you know? is very exciting. It's, but, it's it, yeah. It feels like one of those like adult things where yeah. it's like you, you, you're still like a child at heart, but like as an adult, you're like, I'm allowed to do this. I'm like, allowed to do this. I'll have the hot dog. Ha- yeah. Yeah. Let me get what, let me give me that snack tray, that little, little cheese board or something like that. Let's yeah. go. Uh, maybe that's a little dopamine hit for me, but there was like, there's like, I think that that like mindset, like still hits me with like Instagram ads or something. I'm just like, Nope. Oh, sure. (laughs) Like, like it comes like even like this, this is like how far it'll go for me. Like if I search for something on Google, Uh like let's say it's, let's say I'm looking for like Pokemon center or like, you know, Pokemon center or something, right? Rather than typing in Pokemon center.com, I've just Googled Pokemon center. The top result will be a sponsored ad for Pokemon Center because they want their results to pop up. Beneath that will be the exact same link to the exact same website because it's just the top result. And I will not ever click on the top link. Oh, I agree with that. I'm like, nope, your dumb advertising didn't work on me. I'm choosing this one. And I this is like all the time. I refuse to like reward their sponsorship behavior, even though it's exactly what I wanted. Uh, Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like (laughs) that is the exact destination that I'm hoping for. However, I shall not click Uh, this particular mm -mm, one. This one. This one. I agree with that. Organic result. Yeah, (laughs) right, right, yeah. (laughs) What I actually wanted, which happens to be the same thing, but that's besides the point. That's besides the point. um, no, I know. I, I definitely, I would say I agree with that. And for the most part, I wouldn't say that like an Instagram had an, an Instagram had would hit me and I would be like, like, boom. Okay. Yes. Those boots, those look really cool. I will mm-hmm. purchase them right now. Thank you. In cart ad checkout. Go ahead. Go. Um, it, I was much more of like a slow burn, but like, you know, it would be the case that, um, like a good example would be, uh, for the lake, I bought this like inflatable dock. Yeah. Um, and it's like, if, I mean, if you can imagine like your standard, uh, like lake day float, you know, you've got like an inner tube or, or like a, like a lounger or something like that that you might sit on. This is like, um, it's like a, it's like inflatable stand up paddleboard material. So like super thick, like, like rubberized material that can hold like a lot of pressure. Yeah. And so like when you inflate it, you basically have like a 10 foot by 10 foot dock that you can now station out in the water and like walk around on and interact with and, like a lot of people can sit on it at once. Um, 
And it comes from a company called Boat, B-O-T-E. And this was one where I would say like, you know, I got the Instagram ad for it. And it was sort of like, I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like to the point where it's like, I want to go check out like just their Instagram page itself. You know, so then you go over to the Instagram page and you're like, wow, like this vibe, this, this whole brand, whatever. I'm like, this matches like, you yeah, know, I, I can get on board with this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then I like what happens is like, it's almost like the ad got me to be a fan of the brand. And then by being a fan of the brand, then it's almost like, like now I just follow them. Right. You know? So like at this point in time, it's like, it's not even like sponsored ad posts. It's like, now I am like, now I'm like attached to like the identity of like who this brand is, like right. what they do and the cool stuff they make and the, the quality of the gear and the accessories. Mm-hmm. And I even have like a t-shirt. It's like one of my favorite t-shirts right now is from this, this company. Yeah. Um, because we got to go to a store while we were in Austin, Texas earlier this year. And yes. I, and like, I kind of geeked out to be in the store. Yeah. You like, were geeking out for sure. It was I really mean, fun. it's a cool, they have cool products for sure. It's a very neat brand. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah. So, I mean, super enjoyable for me. And like, you know, that's, that's just like pure, like authentic, like, you know, I, I definitely found something I like, but I also did buy like, you know, the the dock which is right. i mean it was it was like you know it's not the most expensive purchase i've ever made but it's like a, it is an expensive thing yeah um you know and and it's uh like I, I think what dawns on me and maybe this is like the, the way to illustrate it is that like, you know, by not being on social media, like I haven't even found brands that I might resonate with. Right. You know, so it's like even though I really like this this brand and I like the stuff that they make and I have bought other things from them and I was excited to be in their store when I was like. I'm also aware of the fact that had I never seen it and had I never known that I was missing out on it, that I would never even know to miss it. Right. And I would have never made the purchase. Right. And so it's like, it's, it's interesting because it's like, it occurs to me that that I have also somehow for better or for worse avoided that kind of exposure right. by not being on there. And I, I think that that could potentially link up with like my, my next piece of insight about my, like my, my dopamine, uh, like, you know, wh- like the withdrawals or, or weaning myself off it or, you know, whatever you want to want to call it is that like dopamine is something that it's like, I, I keep talking about it as if it's like a drug, but like, your brain makes it yeah. like it is like a functional part of how we exist out inside of the world and like when your dopamine you know like is is produced it's usually telling yourself like hey i'm i'm doing a thing that i enjoy and probably most people's passions spawned from this exact thing right like Like, you know you're not on social media but if you were out splitting wood you probably get a dopamine hit every time you crack the log in half yes yeah yeah yeah, exactly like you know and 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 like probably the reason that i I have such a relationship with splitting wood is because it is a reliable place for me to go to get this exact thing right um and so this is sort of like where like my my piece of like cautionary or like where where i am still learning Mm -hmm. you know on this on this like adventure that i've been on for the past year and a half um which is that like i the other thing that i have been known uh, like to do is basically i will like line up all of my trips so that they are, you know, like, like trips, vacations, weekend getaways, like, uh, like, you know, like, like the, when we were young music festival, like just as an example, mm-hmm. um, I will like typically line stuff up throughout the year in such a way that like, I pretty much by the time one thing ends, I usually have the next thing like 
just on the edge of the horizon. Right. And at a distance that is comfortable for me to where it's like, like I know that I would not enjoy just being on vacation every single day of my life because I think, you know, th- that, that's, that's the example of like having candy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like, it's too much of a good thing mm-hmm. on some level. Like you get fulfillment from going and doing the thing that fulfills you, which for m- many of us in, in some instances are our hobbies and our careers. Um, you know, or, or our family as well would probably be the other, the really big one that people, people source this from. And so, but so what, what's happening inside of my brain though, is that now I'm kind of like, okay, I've gotten through a big year where like I've had a whole full slate and we've got like our Disney cruise on the horizon. So I can't, I can't even claim that I'm not still existing right inside of this thing. But I think as far as I know, that's the last thing I've planned. And I think because like travel wise, travel wise. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say on some level, that's a little bit unusual for me. Mm-hmm. Like I would say I would already be looking at like right now in November, I'd be looking at next year's like Memorial Day plans right around now. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'd be like trying to plan for like, you know, what, what will that weekend trip look like when, right. when we inevitably have that like long weekend and stuff like that. And so the big, the big thing that I'm trying to assess is that I think, you know, you can, you can look at it like a game of, of keep it up, you mm-hmm. know, like with like a, like a half deflated balloon, you right. know, like you're, you're popping the balloon in the air and it's a lot of fun to see how long you can go without letting it touch the ground. Right. And for me, that's how a lot of the, these like activities and behaviors that I like implement into my life. That's how they serve. It's sort of like, uh, I will be good for three months before I need to do my next like little, little, uh-huh. like keep lift. it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my next, keep it up. Yeah. The next right. day. Um, and it's, it's like, I, I think your your example of like going and splitting wood being like a good use of like dopamine. It's like I think that because I recognize like oh you're doing this because you're you're always wanting to be sure that you know what will be the next thing on the horizon. Mm-hmm. But like on some level, like I think that that's also a good thing is to like know yourself and know like on some level like this is about how often I need to have something like refuel my tanks mm-hmm. you know or or like you know I, I don't want to like live in a world where i'm like you know what i never want to experience dopamine ever again like right it's like it's like okay ben there's there is the active measures that you can take to better protect yourself from just like needlessly dumping your brain with it right um from and being like yeah like addicted to it, it precisely yeah right. and then there's also the like i'm a like, social dopaminer you know yeah yeah <laughs> right <laughs> i like to fight around right <laughs> <laughs> that's in Lego Batman movie. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, we got, we got some more Will, Will Arnett <laughs> Batman coming our way. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but, um, yeah, so no, I, I think it's, um, it, it's interesting because like you, you could even go back to, uh, like, so you using the movies, for example, uh, I think for a while there, I was so inundated through social media with, with the, these hits all the time and always that sometimes like going to the movies, like I wasn't even like having fun or looking forward to it. Bummer. You know, it was just sort of like, this is just a thing I'm going to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, Um, and it's like, well, no, that shouldn't be the case. And so I do think that like having stepped away and having it come in more natural doses for me, um, you know, it's like, Oh, this Thursday we have a premiere, you know, Mm -hmm. I am excited for it. Yeah. There there will be popcorn and drink and candy. Maybe right. A pop shootery board. Exactly. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. 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 Which, uh, by by the by, editor, uh, Isabel did send, uh, or maybe, maybe it was cat. Someone in the office sent us a, a snackle box, 
which is effectively like what we were describing, oh. which is like um, it's like a tackle box, you know, for like holding all your fishing lures yeah. and, and whatnot. Yeah. But like you fill it with like all the little squares yeah. with like different with small little, amounts little of, of, of candy. This it's, is what we we do at my house. Sometimes we just do snack tray lunch where you just take like a muffin tin like that you would cook muffins in. Yes. But each little muffin cup is then just filled with like a different thing where it's like, you know, goldfish or chips or, you know, um, cheese or pepperonis or something. I and, love it. You know, some of the things are snacks and some of the things are a little better. Some of it's like fruit and things, but, you know, everyone sort of picks at everything. It's really good. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it's this. It's interesting. I feel like I'm having like like bombs go off in my head or like having these like realizations as we're talking about this, how you're like, you always want to be planning something next so that as soon as one thing's end, you know, there's something else looking to the future. And I feel like I'm almost like the opposite. Oh, a little bit. Okay. Where it's like, but then this, maybe I'm like realizing this is like, this is the problem or something where like I feel like I never know what I want to go do. People are always like, like I feel like you know, what, people ask me all the time, like if you go anywhere, where would you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. And it's like, and it's like I like I always there's oh there always is the next trip on the horizon, and it's like because of that, like I can't even think about planning something else because there's already something in motion. It's like what I really want is there for there to be nothing so that I can like f- like freely think about it in the meantime, which sounds stupid. It's not like I couldn't think about it whilst something's on the horizon, but because there's something on the horizon, it's like my brain's like, there's no need to think about it. And so like, I don't, yeah, but you I mean, know what I mean? I, I, I actually do. Yeah. Um, and, and I think like, you know, this is probably demonstrated like even, you know, like, like I can think of like numerous examples of the ways in which like my brain is lightly committed to every single thought that it has all the time and will flit from like thought to thought to thought to thought to thought mm-hmm. in a potentially very frustrating way if you're like trying to have a conversation with me mm-hmm. whereas i think you are really good about like dialing in and focusing and like the thing that lies before you is like the primary like function and focus of all of your thoughts at once yeah and i think that the end result of that like i mean you could apply this to this i mean take the board games for example we've talked about it endlessly here on the show but like when when i'm playing a board game i am also thinking about taxes mm-hmm. i am also thinking about like whether or not like i need to get home to let my dogs out because like when did like when was the last time that they were fed or something like that like i'm you know like as as i'm sitting there inside of the game i am not only thinking about the game i am thinking about a lot of other things which one i think takes away from my ability to be good at the game and two probably just takes away from my general enjoyment of the game itself Mm -hmm. on the flip side of things i feel like when you're playing a game it's like your brain is like fully invested in the game and it's like you're thinking about like all the various moves and like what the setup of the board is and like what's happening over here and like what the inherent strategy is based on like resource allocation and and i feel like that ends up resulting in like you have a lot of fun playing the board game and you're really good at the board game because you're focused on the board game. Right. Um, on the flip side, so apply that to like a vacation, like you might be better on the vacation about checking out and just simply enjoying being there. Mm-hmm. While sometimes and I literally wrote this in my notes. Sometimes while I am on a vacation, I will be grateful for the opportunity to start planning the next vacation. Right. You know, and it's like, it's like, Ben, you are currently on vacation, right? Like, like what's the point you, you of know, even going? Exactly <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, but, but I need to know that there will be another one that, that does eventually happen because, because, um, because why Ben? Well, and, and this is, this is, this is the growth. This is like what I've been able to recognize. This is what I'm trying to say is that like, because I know that like 
like at all times, I want to have something to look forward to. So like in early Super Carlin Brothers, I remember we were doing like our, our Mario Kart gaming thing. I talked about how I loved like subscription model anything you know so like i would subscribe to like a variety you know like um and and not that i have i have no issues with any of these particular things i think they're all like good products but like you know we talk about like bespoke posts on the super carlin brothers channel which i've subscribed to genuinely since before they were sponsors right um you know i had like a stitch fix i had um like a soap subscription i had dog food subscription razors um i had air filters for like my house Mm -hmm. like to you know it was like oh that way i can make sure i'm like replacing them you know like like the appropriate times and stuff like that what i really wanted was to be able to come home and always ensure that i had mail right you know and like it was because it was like I'm I'm trying to build this like uh, I was trying to build is what I should say this ecosystem around me where I could always be sure that like at this time at that time at this time at that time like there will be a good thing that happens like yeah. I will come home and like maybe it's a small thing like you get your dollar shave club pack of razors or whatever but it's like it's still mail right <laughs> I still have done I got a, a fun thing to open in the mail I got a fun thing to open in the mail and and so I think that like this is this is how I try to like prop up this is how I have tried to prop up ensuring that like I will have like a steady drip of dopamine Mm -hmm. day in day out all the time always what's next right Um, and so for me to backtrack on this it's like the the like blinding realization of how many things I was doing to ensure that this was always like being accommodated yeah it's like i mean you i don't know if we have even said the word addiction but like it's like that is when you start to feel like oh that maybe is what this is right yeah like we used to like always joke about like oh ben bought a thing yes yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yep ben bought a thing would be a a really good one where it's like same thing so it's like you get to the office and you know it it was really fun to bust out the vlog camera and be like hey what cool new object came in this in the time, today, you know, yeah. like let's, let's, let's see. Oh, we got a Roomba. How, yeah. how much fun? What are we going to name it? Like, you know, it'll be, it'll be so cool. Um, similarly, I think I could even go back to, you know, my, my high school days and, and you can attest to this probably more than anybody else would have witnessed it, but I was texting all the time, all the time. Like, I mean, yes. just so, so always on. And I think that there were, there were f- like, like very often there were cases where somebody would text me, a lot and this person would actively be like annoying me or yes. bothering me and it was like it was like why don't you just stop responding right like, like don't like you know if, if you don't respond for three days in a row i bet they'll stop right you yeah. know sending like, like the next message we didn't have a word for ghosting back then but yeah. right yeah exactly yeah yeah um but, but you don't have to like or you can just answer a question and not follow up with another question you know yep right yep. like you could just say like you know you you can answer them and then that'd be it right you know? right but i think this was this was like the, one of the early stages of it was that like i remember when i first had my relationship with texting you know it may have been like a girl i had like a crush on or something who would like sent me a message mm-hmm. so every time i got a text message i associated that with like boom something good happened yeah you know and it was kind of like okay like i like when texts come through i like to make sure that like when i get out of class there's there's unread text messages waiting for me right and it was almost like it didn't matter what they were and right. th- this is exactly what social media came to me it's like it, it didn't matter like I, I don't even care about what like what the you know like, like mm-hmm. i said like celebrity gossip like I, i'm not invested in that like that's right. not an interest of mine yeah and yet like i could still see it it would still do its function yeah you know and and it was like that's how it was for for me like in the early days when when you didn't have so much other available you know like uh like like feeds and and social media sources and and smartphones and stuff like that like yeah i could always get more texts yeah and so it was like 
I would never, I mean, and at the time I'm sure I didn't realize that this is why I was, I was acting in the way that I, right. I was acting, you know, but looking back on it, it was like, well, no, I wanted to make sure that like I could always wake up in the morning and have a text message waiting for me or, right. or like whatever. Um, and so now I think what I'm trying to figure out is what is the healthy relationship with this yeah, particular with thing. this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember a lot of that stuff from like early social media days, even like we always talk about instant messenger or something like the ability to put up an away message was like the greatest thing because it was like it was like a game to see. Could I put up a clever enough thing that would guarantee responses when I came back? Right. It was almost like, a, oh, there's no one to talk to you right now. That's OK, because I can set this up for later. Right. Yeah. I remember even like um. Uh, so if you go into Facebook right now, you probably have like a hundred notifications that are like uh, someone, you know, from the, someone you don't even know posted a picture of someone you don't know. And it's Facebook will just notify you about literally anything yeah. that happened on the website somewhere. Right. And it's like it's super annoying. But like once upon a time, the notifications were very um, d- direct and useful and like only related to you. And you would get on and it would be like, you know, oh, someone posted on your wall. Someone posted a response to you. Someone liked a picture you posted. Someone tagged you in a photo like it all made sense. Now it doesn't, Uh, you know, Facebook, whatever. But I remember like it was always so great when you got on and sure enough, you had like a bunch of notifications. It was like, oh, because people interacted with you. That was great. And I remember going through a couple of times like and realizing that like I can guarantee I get notifications if I go through and just post a bunch on like if I go through and take the time to post on like 15 different people's walls or pictures or something guaranteed when I get back on, I'll have those things. But like I I would like immediately record and it like felt so good like when you had those. But then I would also recognize that like I'm only doing this. I'm not interacting with this stuff naturally. I'm specifically doing it so I will have notifications. And it was like internally, like I knew those notifications were like disingenuous. Like yes. I manufactured these notifications. They weren't like my genuine interest in interacting with the content itself. Right you now. And yes. it was like, and I think, I think I caught on to like it, it feeling like it didn't count fairly quickly. Not that I didn't, you know, continue to post tons of stuff online. It's our whole living, you know, <laughs> yeah. it did kind of become who we are. Yeah, it did. I, I do but, recognize the fact that as people who are who are online content creators, a lot of this conversation probably comes across as fairly rich. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's rich. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, there I do remember it kind of going through that uh, or, or I mean, not not just then, you know, every now and then if I post something I'm like really invested in, I'll, I'll, I'll very much go and check like when the vlog when I was posting the vlog, I was much more engaged with all those comments and stuff because I had I was much more like hands on with every single aspect of it going up and it was like much more personally about like me and my family and like I really wanted to see what all the all the stuff was. Yes. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Um, but no, I, I think you're right. And like I, I even remember uh, there was there was back in my MySpace days like speaking about mm. like like some of these notifications like falling flat a little bit. Yeah. But I remember like in my MySpace days I was I was like dating this girl I think when I was like 15 or 16 and um, I remember um, like one of the big things that you did back then or or that was kind of like quietly expanding was that like when MySpace was first released I think you were allowed like eight photos total like that you could put on your profile. Oh, so okay. like in the early early days it was kind of like you know your eight photos needed to be pretty 
darn impactful photos because it was like you had so few that you got to share about right, like yeah this is who me is this is who this is, um, these are the eight pictures of myself that i chose to represent me here yes and my, and my whole personality yeah yeah and um but then like as time and, and so like with that it was like one of those things like where if you posted a photo you know it, it you know it would usually warrant a response especially from like the person you were like dating or talking to or something like that that would like you know go on and like leave a comment because you posted a new photo and that was a remarkable thing yeah um, and I remember like they would expand this and expand this, you know, it seemed like each new iteration of it would come out and like they would, they would be like, Oh, now you can have albums and you can post like whatever. And I remember getting home from a trip from Vermont one year and the girl that I had been dating was, it was in that era of like live strong bracelets. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, I think that I had already lost my, my original live strong bracelet. Um, like the little like rubber, like strap bracelets, if you can imagine, um, which were super, super in at the time. And the girl had given me one that like had like a phrase on it that was like something to do like with our our relationship so it was still a yellow rubber wristband okay um and i remember like you know i wore it up to vermont that year and so like in all of my photos that i posted in the album it was um it was in almost all of them yeah and so like i i remember you know logging in after i posted my album of all my vermont photos and it was like you know 19 new uh picture comments available and i was like wow 19 that's great Whoa. that's amazing yeah and i click on it i go over the album and like the first one she's like you know she's like oh you're wearing the yellow bracelet and you know it was like like it was her recognizing that like in these photos from like our big family trip, like there it is, like there's the thing she gave me and like right. she recognized it. And so like, you know, I go to the next photo and she was like yellow bracelet. And I go to the next photo. It was like the bracelet. And I go to the next photo and it was like, there it is again. And it was like all she had done what like she had gone through. She had done the task, right? This is like when dating becomes like a checklist. Yeah. It was like, she knew that like the, 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 again, the zeitgeist at the time suggested like this is what people in relationships on social media do. You have to comment on everything. But like she she said nothing about any of the photos. Right. Like, yeah. Not like, wow, that's so cool that you're jumping off a cliff or like, wow, what a really great fish you caught there. Or like, you know, like nothing it had nothing to do with the subject. And I was like, right. I was like, oh, she is not commenting like she is. She is not commenting on the photos. She is like doing a task right, yeah, like that is like it. yeah it's like a social yeah. obligation to you know like like the family chat sent a photo of of you know a puppy so it's like oh you know like yeah leave the heart you know or whatever yeah. like you know mm -hmm. it's like there's there is a certain amount of like reaction ability that like we all sort of like know and expect from one another when it comes to the ways in which we like share any aspect of our life yeah uh, our lives digitally um and I, I, you know, I think I'm, you know, again, I'm like 15 or 16 at this point in time. And I was like, Oh, like it was like a glass shattering moment. Yeah. We like, you, like, Hmm. Of these 19 comments, they are, they, they are all from the same person and they all say the exact same sentiment. And that sentiment is kind of flat, right? Like, you know, it's like, it's very singular, like in, in terms of like what, what she was actually saying. And so it was like, Oh man. Okay. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's probably, I suspect it's interesting. I suspect it will someday be studyable. Uh, the, yeah. the, you know, like ways in which we, we ultimately like interacted, um, you know, with, with all the, the various, you know, like, platforms and and like what they did and, and how they how they got us and like probably on some level it's like it, it's so new that it hasn't there hasn't been enough time to study like right the, yeah the overall yeah um yeah. but it will be it will be curious to see 
yeah, it'll be like, oh, here's when Twitter started and here's when all of this dissent started. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, you couldn't see it at the time. It was very gradual. But by the time we got to 2040, oh, my gosh, you know. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what yeah. are the odds? 2009. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like you you probably lived through or we have probably lived through much more meaningful things that history will understand better than we do currently. Yeah, as we're we, just surviving. Yeah, man, we're, we're, you know? we're, we're just, just out just here doing our best. Right. We're do- you know what? And that's it. Yeah. We're, we're doing, our, doing best. our best. And you know what? I bet the listener at home is also doing their best. They're doing their best. You, know, you guys, like, whoever you are, you're crushing it. You know what? You Bravo. I'm, I'm extremely Bravo. proud of the decisions I'm, that you made today. Yeah. You're doing, and you know what? And I bet there's someone who needed to hear it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, but like, yeah. no, we see you, we hear you, you know, and, and you're doing, you're doing awesome. Yeah. Just give yourself a big old cell five. And if it makes an especially loud, like clap, then you'll know that it was, it was sent through the ether sphere from us to you. Yeah. Because it's like that perfect, you know, like when you get like, when you do a perfect <clears throat> high five, every one of the room knows. Oh yeah. It's, it's like, whoa, yeah, that's what we're sending you. We're that's sending you a perfect, a high, perfect five. high five. But if you gave yourself a cell five and it didn't make the loud clap noise, then, then it didn't quite work. So maybe, maybe just try again. Try again. Because yeah. <laughs> it will be great if you got it from us. <laughs> um, anyway, I feel like that's a good place to stop. I think so. Okay, yeah, perfect. we managed to stay on like almost one topic the whole podcast. It's incredibly unlike it's us. Very unlike us at all. Yeah. Especially because I actually had I had like a few different possible things. So uh, yeah, me too. Great yeah. week for uh, after the final pop. So we'll give a little I plug know, to that. Right. Yeah. yeah, go check it uh, out because we have less impactful things to talk about. Probably yes. Uh, so guys, if you're if you're at all interested in supporting the show, uh, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash/PopcornCulture. We have at the $5 tier, it's called After the Final Pop. Uh, and after each week's episode of recording, if there's something, you know, like left over on our, our doc sheet or just something we didn't get to, sometimes we'll like, we'll do like a fun little like single word topic challenge and just see if we can't talk about that for as long as we can. Uh, there's lots of really cool stuff. And if you're just like, man, you know, I'm, I'm caught up on popcorn culture. I want more stuff. You get access to the entire back catalog just by signing up even for a single month yeah. for the, the duration of that month. So 15, 20 minutes, extra little bit of pop each week. Each uh, and that's going to be available available at patreon.com/slash popcorn culture. But otherwise, until next time, pop pop. <laughs>